day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anyone, 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 anyone. Welcome to Dome. Yeah, we uh, we're back, folks, with a brand new episode. We uh, I got my my boy David sitting across from what me. Up? You know him, you love him. We have a very special guest this week, EQ, the director. What up? What up? What up? What up? He's in the studio with us. He uh, he regularly rubs elbows with some absolute fighting legends, um, and you know he's here to to maybe to maybe talk a bit about that. And, we can uh, talk about some stuff. That would, that, <laughs> that would be really cool. Maybe um, maybe give the people a quick little background on your on your career yeah. and what you do. Okay, so um, hi, I'm EQ. Hey, hey, what's up? Introduction. Uh, EQ, the director, has came in addition to that just because. Hey, I direct. Uh, it used to be EQ, the director, DP, which is like cinematography for those who don't know. But um, focusing in on who I am, you know. Uh, I need to go straight for the directing. That's the dream. So, yeah. you know, I came here 10 years ago from Philly. And uh, at the time, the dream was EQ, the audio engineer, you know, EQ, equalizer. Yeah. And, you know, I wanted to be the greatest, you know, like Young Guru was a very big inspiration for me coming sure. from New York and, you know, the, the whole East Coast. Shout out East Coast. You know I mean, Philly stand up. Uh-huh. Um, so, We've yeah. been there. <laughs> So, yeah, I came, you know, 10 years ago, and ever since then, it's been just a creative hurricane of finding yourself and finding your network, finding your peers, you know, whatever that might be. How far into it did you transition over to video? So, it's kind of crazy because the arts, to me, have always kind of been infused. Like, um, growing up in Philly, I was more of a visual artist from, like, a kid to an early teenager, um, doing painting, sculpting, graphics. I actually went to school, college for graphic design. And then, you know, I've always been a movie buff for the homies who are in the studio. I always like picked up the camera and I was like, bro, let me take a couple shots. And, you know, I remember one time in the studio, um, shout out to Grind Session, shout out to J-Rock, my boy Rick Nice. And one day they had a uh, it was like a whole oh, cannon. I think it was like a 5D yeah, that they yeah. just left in the studio one day. And then me and the homie was there. And was like, man, we should shoot a fucking music video. And I was like, man, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to piece that together. But that was like 13 years ago. Who's before... leaving behind their Canon right. 5D? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, please don't find me. I left my Canon 5D at the studio daily, nightly. I'm wondering where my camera went. Yo, I've been trying to pay my rent, but I can't shoot for shit. Yo, I'm hanging with Nick Cannon. Ooh. All of a sudden, I find this cannon. Uh. D3, someone left it behind. Uh, yeah, you know me. Now I'm shooting, feeling fine. Oh, what you I, think? You're not I, gonna take it? Yo, that's <laughs> what you gotta do. It's the podcast and it's dome and it pass it to you. You're up next, so I can't, you gotta I, I, fucking I, I, rap, Listen, dude. listen. It's been too long. Uh. Yeah, it's been too long, and yeah, I do wrong, but it's cool. Yeah, I rap over two songs. Uh, yeah, my girl, she always wear two thongs. We're gonna oh. get EQ to rap on one of these. Yep. Best believe he'll be rapping by the end of the episode. That's truthfully. Uh, you can count that. That's no cap, no uh, Foxine, Army. 
Well, he just surprised the fuck out of me, okay? Because did, did I didn't tell you. No, no one. Oh, told I thought me. Malik might tell you. Or no, something. He, he, Malik just told me. Shout out to Malik McRae, one of my biggest partners and best friends. He just told me you're gonna have a fucking blast on this podcast. <laughs> he was like, I don't even want to tell you anything, but like, just know you're gonna have fun, bro. It's funny because <laughs> kind of crazy. Whenever, <laughs> whenever Alex finds people to be on here, he rarely tells them that we sporadically freestyle every yeah, five minutes. Yeah, that's but, dope. That's dope, though. That's no, dope. yeah, it's definitely it keeps it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking we might need to. Uh, have you been noticing some pops? Yeah, in the mic? Uh, with his mic. Is yeah, that, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we might just take a little break and switch back to the usual setup. Okay, just do it. Yeah, yeah. He has to do it. All right. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. All right, the mic has been fixed. <laughs> pretty, pretty quick and easy fix. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. man, this dude is uh, Iron Man. He's Tony Stark over here. I think he sounds even better now. What uh, can we say? Oh yeah, 100. Oh, hey, yeah, no, I'm more like Jarvis, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, uh, let's let's talk about some superhero shit real quick. Oh. You talking to the right one, right? Yeah, here, yeah. I know you're a big fan. Um, <laughs> really, this, this dude Collector. Was, was preaching the gospel of Black Panther to me when we first <laughs> met. Um, who who wouldn't? Okay, <laughs> first off, if you've seen the movie and you're not and you're not Wakanda forever, I, I don't know what type of life you're living. Seen the first one, yeah. The first one is amazing. The second one is amazing. It's it's still a vibe. You know what I mean. You just have to you have to get over that we haven't ever had a superhero I could see, actor yeah, pass yeah. in the height of his stardom. Yeah, yeah. That's and never he, happened before. And apparently, he just didn't tell anybody. He was just sick yeah. and running around being normal. But imagine how much like of a legacy that is by itself. Like you know, if 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 you uh, watch Ryan Coogler talk about it, he's like. Yo, this dude played like James Brown. He played uh, oh, uh, Black he, Panther. All these movies while he was sick, no one knew. And you're like the black icon superhero with cancer fighting supervillains. That's amazing story. What's it, the what it movie? It was like a flash in the pan. His career almost. He came like became a legend and then died. Yeah, well, that was pretty much it. Was he James Brown in the uh, the biopic? The no, 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 it was like this movie where a bunch of these legends met in a hotel. Oh, or, and he or, plays James Brown. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember what, what was it called again. Uh, don't. I, I swear it was like Night at Blank. No, no, no. That's a different. That's a different movie. He played oh. James Brown in an actual James Brown. Oh, film. I'm thinking of a different movie. Yeah, yeah. That was Night in Miami. Yeah, and that's with Malcolm X, um, um, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> Sam <laughs> Cooke, uh, directed by Regina King. I was I was confusing Amazing. Sam Cooke and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and James Brown. I think that was it. <laughs> Very Sam different. Cook. <laughs> Sam Cook is amazing too. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, but yes, well, comics. Uh, Sam Cook did the, uh, um, like one of my favorites. Uh, don't know much about his. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> don't know much about. Uh, I know the Hawaiian version, but I know it's a Sam Cook original. <laughs> they, I know the Hawaiian version. Oh no, yeah, it does I, have an island vibe. I, I grew up in in Hawaii, and a big thing like it's reggae is the most popular genre of music over there, of course. Why wouldn't it be? Um, and a lot of the local artists just take popular songs and regify them, and then that makes a radio hit. Sounds like a great life. Just sitting there listening yeah. to like No Doubt, but like yeah. in a reggae version of No Doubt. <laughs> Yo, I gotta say, No Doubt was already kind of reggae back in the early days. I would call that a scar vibe, you know, Gwen Stefani, yo, she's alright. Mommy, I ain't got no doubt, I'm about to spout reggae vibes out my mouth. Yeah, you know, I'm eating jerk chicken, thinking, yeah, speaking English to a friend from Kingston. Yeah, someone in Kingston, please come and save me on the mic, you see. Kingston, yeah, Booyakasha, um, Bumba Clot, yeah, uh, you gotta <laughs> star up them dreads. 
Um, uh, okay, yeah. Jerk I'm, chicken. I'm on the islands with five friends. Yeah, you know I'm uh, about to take a Vivens. Vivens uh. with five friends. Yeah, my man's just handed out like ten of them. And goddamn, this is not a good party drug, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know why we're taking Vivens. That would be a horrible night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no sleep. That's, that's a weird night. Yeah, just amphetamines, but it's not cocaine. Like that's not a that's not good. I think if you crush it up, you can make it work. Uh, I think that's a theory they like to say about a lot of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been crushing up. If Tylenol. you crush it up and sniff it, you'll be all right. Uh, did you see the the, the video has been making the rounds this week? Um, there was a horrific car accident in um, I think it was like Ohio or some shit. Lamey, Lamey. I don't know where Lamey is, but I don't know if you've seen this video. This this lady crashes into a house going over 100 miles per hour. We have. Are we able no. to pull that shit up? Here you go. It's on the TV behind you, but you can watch it on here. It'd be easier, probably. Yo! That looks like a scene from, like, Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, they're going to play it again in slow-mo. Slow-mo. Oh, First off, what did she hit to get that amount of air? There like, must have been some kind of ramp like some kid <laughs> left his skateboarding ramp out just it's right out right outside Wait, of the frame that, of this that video. kid must be a a, a a super engineer in the making <laughs> if that car hit he that made a little highway sk- ramp basically <laughs> uh, so it was a 73 year old woman apparently and i think that uh she was in the middle of like some kind of medical emergency like she was seizing oh, out or something she's like tony soprano having a panic attack behind yeah, the wheel which exactly. which i've just watched the sopranos for the second time no way all the way through wow. me and my girlfriend just finished it the other day and i was literally surprised about how many fucking panic attacks this oh dude that's really like the uh, overarching theme in the whole yeah. show yeah, bro. Yeah. i was just like yo i would stop driving at that point like he <laughs> was literally crashing a and lot in that show it actually gives dr melfi anxiety that's one of the things is that she's stressed out when she stops treating him mm-hmm. that he's gonna run out of meds and but, pass out behind the wheel and hey, die but, but she honestly Yo, she didn't do shit for Tony. Like, I mean, that no, she just boosts his ego throughout the whole show. <laughs> What's funny is that I, if I was her, I think I she also like, boosts. He also boosts her ego. Bro, hundred oh, percent. She strongly considers dating him in season four. I remember when he this. starts bringing her flowers yeah. and like gives her like tickets to he go. He even away kisses with her. He kisses, yeah, he yeah, kisses yeah. her, and, and then she, she has a wet dream about him. <laughs> oh, I Dude. forgot about the sex dream. Dude, Yo. if Tony, if if I was Doctor Melfi and Tony Soprano was like, you're different. I'd be like. Hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> be my, oh my guma. Oh my god. Well, and he, I think be my guma. It's when he's splitting up with Carmella. So he's like yeah. actually not cheating which, on his wife. Which I have like a whole it, I don't know how many times the viewers have um listeners have watched the Sopranos. This the is, diehards love Sopranos. Exactly. How many times though have you watched it? Because like me know like me directing, I've noticed that I have to watch a show two to three times. If it's good. All yeah, yeah. the way through. <laughs> but even things that you per se you're not into you might find the reason behind like sons of anarchy right mm-hmm. like you know coming from philly we don't have a big like white motorcycle gang culture sure. so like i didn't understand the show i were or, like You're i was more just, into biker boys r- r- <laughs> no i was not i was not into biker boys okay <laughs> i was more into like dmx rough riders like, that was more like you go. know and philly meek mills dirt bike culture through the, through sure, the hood, yeah, yeah. you know but you know seeing that i was just like well what is this show really about and then it starts you know the second time watching it i was like oh snap wait this is just a story about a boy who lost his father 
and is trying to find himself. I don't mind that. I like the know? first like two or three seasons. Once they go to uh, Ireland or whatever, it starts to get a little too <laughs> fucking convoluted for me. I was vibing like, with it too. Yeah, yeah, I watched at least a couple seasons. It yeah, was yeah. into it. And like, see, I like I like when they go a little further. It's just like when Tony and Tony and them went to Italy. Oh yeah, yeah. right. That's when <laughs> that's you, a great that's, episode. That's when you see. That's when you see Chris for the first time, like doing you know, heroin for three right? days. <laughs> because because like you know, growing up in New Jersey and the gangster culture, you're gonna yeah. drink, you're gonna smoke, you're probably gonna do a little bit he's of yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. like he was like, oh man, look at this guy. He's, he's a, on something else. I want to know what that commendatory. is. Yeah. Commander, <laughs> I like it. He was like, where were you? Thought he was like, where were you? Yeah. Ah, I was sick. I wasn't feeling yeah, good. Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> yo, as soon as Chris pulls up, he sees this young buck, and he's got holes and some scruff in his arm, and he notices he could do harm. He's like, yo, let's go upstairs and get it going. Multisante, yeah, you know, it means many saints. My Whoa. boy Chris, he be putting that shit inside his veins. Oh my God, you gotta get it off of that. You gotta go to rehab or else you're gonna get whacked. Yeah, you know me and Pauly Galtieri, chilling in Italy, smoking on something sweet. Yeah, you know I got a couple bitches who don't speak English out in the fucking islands And yeah, I'm feeling real sweet with it, uh Italiano, yeah, you know I'm here with my hermanos My brothers, the mafiosos, yeah, you we go the most though, uh I'm in Italy and I'm drinking wine and I'm feeling fine I just had a heart attack and now it's the end of my life First off, I gotta ask, I, I gotta ask, how long, what episode is this? Uh, 162. 162. Yes. So since number one, you guys have been freestyling. Oh yeah, yeah. Like every five minutes. Ten, ten to sixteen. Well, we we times. had like a, a podcast that went for like almost a hundred episodes before this. That was the same thing. Yeah, we, yeah. We just we just switched it over. Cause I, cause like you know, being in the the music culture, I see people freestyle or try. You know, when you get to a certain level, you see people more write songs. Than freestyle, like, yeah, yeah. not like the streets, but like I was like, these guys are really fucking good, hey. coming up with some shit like really quick, <laughs> like it's not nonsense, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, and, it's and I hear and I hear you guys like you putting in a little mel- melody and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we we appreciate you noticing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Someone think, better he notice. Just, he just called us professional. Yeah, I, I, so. I did. I, I did. Well, I, did. I think it's a it's because of how much <laughs> how much we failed. We failed so many times. At making a good freestyle that um, eventually you're just like, all right, why well, shouldn't uh, be distracted slightly? Like if you're focused, usually when the beat drops, you can make something happen. It's when you're like distracted or not yeah, paying yeah. attention or not really like yeah, yeah. engaging in the moment that you lose it. Right. And also what I was going to say is a lot of these dudes who are uh, on a higher level who are freestyling on a radio show or something like that, they just they got verses on lock. Right, I was about to say, like, yeah, knowing the truth behind it, yeah, most people don't freestyle. No, I'm no. sorry to bust the bubble of the listener Bro, who thinks that I've heard dudes who have done verses from albums that they're promoting on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're on a show, and then Sway's like, "Oh, you're freestyling," and then he's just doing a verse from For the sure. album, and I'm like, "Oh my but, god!" But you know what I'm learning though is like uh, being in LA, being friends with stand-up comedians. Right, it's yeah. just like you're a comic. So instead of doing your A1 set and it being the first time you did your A1 set yeah. at the comedy store, you know what I'm saying? You go to a little bar and you rehearse. Like it's like yeah. a rehearse. You kind of dig in to see the, the people's reaction to that joke or to that phrase. Maybe they'll get offended. Maybe they won't. Then you, you know, cut it down. Like Jay-Z did it a lot back in the Funk Flex, like early Hot 9-7 days. Yeah. Then you hear it on like Blueprint 1 and you're like... 
I've heard those six bars before. Yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. going on? And it's like, yeah, he had to test them out. You know what I mean? He wanted to give the people a little, no, little, no, little sure. ad. I wouldn't go on a professional radio show or like on a, a popular radio show and just freestyle like this unless I was on the radio show because of this show and they were like oh this dude goofs off on beats and kind of makes something happen I think, it's, yeah. I, it's, I think it's easier to to if you're gonna be freestyling to make it something dumb like when i hear people freestyle like about life in the streets or just growing shit is hard and, and i'm like i think that's a written like what is <laughs> yeah, how are yeah. you able to uh, on the and at the moment come up with some poignant uh uh like allegory right, for your right. struggle or yeah or like insight into society mm -hmm. some or, inspirational but also clever pun <laughs> yeah, about yeah. like cocaine or like you'll, or you'll see people like start calculating things and I, I love that when it's written and it'll be like one and then it'll use a number two in the next mm. bar oh, and yeah, yeah. how that equals to seven by the end of the sixth bar and you're like yeah that's cool man but I don't think you just made that up in your head and then made it rhyme, you know. But yeah, that's why that's why I asked you guys what number you're on because, like, I mean, if you keep going, there's no reason why you guys couldn't get on like Funk Flex and then be like, "Yo, we're actually freestyling like a fucking days. year from now." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we're not stopping because of how much we've invested in hardware at this no point. Breaks. <laughs> no breaks, no stops, no I breaks. I can't stop because I've bought so many mics and cameras and lights and shit. Oh my I'm god, like, I gotta keep going. I feel the same way about there, everything. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. don't understand how expensive this creative journey is like oh i'm just God. a regular guy and i think between music and cameras and equipment i've spent way more over than a hundred thousand dollars yeah like i've spent a hundred thousand dollars in the last three years yeah and try running an ad <laughs> oh my gosh right <laughs> if you right. Run, if you run 15 ads a year right. or something like that yeah, you're just yeah. Gonna, yeah you're gonna constantly blow yeah, the facts. budget try try feeding a crew yeah oh my <laughs> oh, god Jesus. feeding well, a crew it sounds like you've been on some okay I'm on a big set and I gotta get craft services, yeah, bet. I got all my homies eating fucking crackers and chips and a little hummus. Yeah, you know it's the best. Whoa. One thing that I know about my dude EQ is that he's crafty and he will give you food. If you are on his set, he doesn't want to be rude. He'll keep you fed and that's the truth. Uh. Uh, when I'm on set, I love to savor things. More importantly, specifically the catering. Uh, hopefully it's Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's Chipotle or Maybe. They can get a bunch of Jimmy John sandwiches and cut them in fourths and then everyone's happy as a kid on July 4th. <laughs> I got a weird cough from the Chipotle. I shouldn't have gotten the hot sauce. No way. Uh, holy Jose, guacamole. Paid extra for that today. I paid extra for the guac so I can't talk. Uh, <laughs> I want to go on a walk, but I can't because I'm full of fucking you know, hot sauce got to him Don't yeah, worry, yeah, guys. yeah. I've, I've had a strange cough since last week i'm not sick i just have fucking shit in my lungs so sometimes when i breathe in the shit's like yo we need to come oh, out you've got pneumonia no it's it, i hope it's not pneumonia. you know what's crazy it might just be a mucus build it's, that's it might what it be is a mucus no that's up. what it is because i've been coughing out just loogies and they were green last week and now they're just like so I, I had something similar and then me and rampage we went to thailand um, just a couple months ago and I just went to the pharmacy. I was just like, yeah, if you're an American, you're in another country, go to a pharmacy. Oh yeah. Cause they'll oh, sell you anything. Oh yeah. my God. And you'll just be like, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. And they'll just be like, oh, here you go. This is, they this just is grind it. up the hoof of a Yo, goat real I'm, quick. I've, and I've got, I got like 30 days of medicine for like $11 American, which is a lot of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thai money, but it's like, I would have to go to TJ. 
But I have insurance. What do you think I need medicine? Oh yes, yes. There's medicine. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I've yeah. just been I've been riding it out. Anti- like, no, no, no. It won't it won't go away. Damn. It won't go away unless you treat it. Fuck. Yeah, dude. And Mucinex <laughs> isn't gonna do it. No, uh, no, no. I, this might be a good uh, transition. Uh, you mentioned uh, Rampage. Uh, why don't you talk hey, about yeah. how you got to meet Randy or Randy Rampage? I was because I'm thinking <laughs> he's gonna Rand, love that Randy <laughs> like, Jackson. Whoa, dog, yeah. American Idol, dude. No, no, Rampage Jackson. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. Rampage. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he, yeah, I want to know uh, how you guys connected and and, and so, like how this Lycan Pictures, yes, sir, your, yes, your company. Sir. Um, developed yes sir liking pictures shout out to rampage jackson you know what i'm saying the liking brother the werewolf one of the werewolf kings you feel me mm. um so what happened was what had happened was so we went to i went to vegas one time to work with a production i won't name the production i won't name the person because i fucking hate them all right uh, i mean you could name this, them this is the game though this is the, the creative game right it's like you take gigs sometimes you you hope for the best you want the best sometimes it's just shit and the people are sometimes just shit so you have to learn how to deal with it and make the best out of it so i was in vegas we were doing this uh you know ufc something and rampage was there and we just i'm sorry you were you were working with another company that was doing ufc stuff yes this is before liking pictures this is before me and rampage like even like knew knew each other but we were in um uh uh the caesar hotel we're at the penthouse because this company really treats you well, though. Shout out to uh, UFL. Um, it wasn't them. It was the director I was working with. I was cinematographer. So we're in the Caesar Palace, like, penthouse for days with Tito Ortiz, Frank Muir, and, and Rampage Jackson. And we're, like, shooting. We're partying. Like, we're just having a great fucking weekend. And at the end of the weekend, like, Rampage is just like, hey, bro, EQ. He's like, yo, man, you're really cool. You want to, like hang out sometime and i'm like what i'm like what do you mean you like, yeah, he, he he talked to you like i asked my first girlfriend out <laughs> he was just literally like bro like you know what i mean we should like just kick it man like go have some just fun and just hang out and shit i was like uh yeah i'll hang out with you mr rampage sure. Jackson. yeah thank you Here, here's my number i'm gonna text you now and then you know you meet a lot of people in this game and you communicate and network with them but you don't know the energy that's coming back. And the one yeah. thing the one thing about Rampage is there's not a fake bone in that man's body. Man. Like he literally All the fake ones have been broken. <laughs> Facts <laughs> and re- re- replaced and yeah, yeah, he'll he'll heal them up. Um but he just he kept having the energy of wanting to hang out and talk film because he knew I, you know I'm a director, I'm a cinematographer. Yeah. So we started bouncing some show ideas off of each other like, bro, I had an idea. You know that that old geeky mm-hmm. shit when you're like yeah, hanging out yeah. with a friend and you're like, bro, I got an idea for this show. What if we made a movie about this? Yeah. And you know that happened for about a week. We kept having meetings and hanging out and then he was like, bro, you know, we should really like partner up on something like maybe we should start our own production company. And I'm just like First, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> because, oh, oh, oh shit! Uh, Me and Rampage, we're about to uh, turn a new page and start a production company. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Whoa! I'm on the rampage. I'm in a rage. Yeah, you know me. Mm, I'm on the stage with my homie Rampage Jackson. Yo, it's a fact that we're about to shoot something that's not whack. I'm about to start a production company. There's two of us, it's not company. 
Uh, but if there were three, it would be. And yeah, you know I'm smoking weed. My company is heavily affiliated with the UFC. That's how it is. That's what I created. Uh, like hand pictures. I am in there. You know me. I can't send there. I don't know. I'm so hyped. I'm about to start a fight and uh, film it. Yeah, you know. I'm like Steven Spielberg. Whoa. I made that work. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shout, shout out like to Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest to ever done it. Oh yep. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, you know, um, what, what what's his most recent shit? The that one about him. It's yes. The, 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 the yes. family with Seth Rogen. Well, well, you know the crazy thing is, is um, as a director, and I'm learning this because you know I usually write my own things, right, mm -hmm. or my own projects that I'm working on. So as you're learning and growing as a director, you kind of realize that every director puts a little of themselves in every film. So if you if you read on Steven Spielberg, then you would realize how even Marty's relationship with his mother and father was a little bit based off of Steven Spielberg's relationship with his mother and father. You know what I'm saying? And it's just there's little things like uh uh in Quentin Tarantino's first movies uh, that he wrote, not directed, um uh, True Romance, mm. the guy worked at a video store. Quentin Tarantino yeah. worked yeah. at a video store, and I, I shout out to Blockbuster. Okay, mm -hmm. it was one of my favorite jobs. I worked at Hell Blockbuster yeah. wow. when I was when I was fourteen. I was the youngest Blockbuster employee <laughs> until they ended when I was eighteen. Wow! So yes, that's a solid career for an underage person. <laughs> yes, hey, um, I was the youngest manager there. So you, so Rampage is like, low. Let's start something. Yeah. So he's like, let's start something. Like, what do what do you want to name it, man? He's like, you know, your EQ, and I'm. Rampage, like maybe we should combine our names and shit, and then I'm just like, ah, wreck, like wreck or something, <laughs> REQ, you know what I mean? But you know, we both we love werewolves. I love werewolves. Like if if there was one mystical creature I could be, it was a werewolf. And yeah, that's not a that's not a bad one. I, I think it's actually like the greatest. You still can go back to human form. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, still it's really only out. like every other month or so that you have to worry well, about. Well, well, so the crazy thing is, right, werewolves depend on the moon to transform. Right. Lichens is a more ancient uh, phrase of werewolves. So if you watch the, the movie Underworld, yeah. they're not called werewolves. They're called lichens. Is it because so they can change at will? Mm. True lichens That's can change at will. Changing and, at and, will is sick. And they're bigger. Lichens are like fucking giant werewolves Bro, that have a somewhat human form at I the went, same time. I went to see Underworld when I was like 10 and I was too scared. Oh, <laughs> you had your eyes closed? Like I went against my parents' will. Like my <laughs> the neighbor's kid was like, let's go watch this movie. And they remember the movie theater was so loud and just the movie. It wasn't yeah, yeah. just the movie. It was just the auditory intenseness. You, you want to know something crazy about Underworld? So, you know, I'm probably going to murder her name. Kate, Kate, Kate Bessing, oh. Bessinger. Right? I know who she is. So, you know who she is. Do you know what talent that she has that's unlike any other action star almost in the world? She can tap dance. <laughs> that would she be can awesome. play the flute like Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, if you peep this, right, in most action movies, the, the star is wearing sunglasses. The reason is, is because you have an inherent thing, a tick, mm -hmm. to blink when you're shooting a gun. She doesn't have that. Oh. So she literally, and it's unheard of, like, this is so rare. She could shoot a gun as an air. And not blink. And not blink. So you believe her when she's shooting these lichens and like it's just it's it takes you more into her character because she looks like a psycho. She looks like a fucking badass. And okay, so you got Underworld. the she's got the like 
bright blue eyes. And oh, yeah. Really yeah. Oh, yeah. So you guys were like, let's do liking pictures. Let's, was, let's was, name it that. Was, uh, so would you say Underworld is your favorite werewolf movie? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I would actually say my favorite werewolf movie is a movie that so little people have actually does it, seen. Does it, does it rhyme with Bog Bulgers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, never mind. No, I mean, what would I got to know? I was thinking you, dog soldiers. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> this movie is actually called Wolf, All right. and it's with Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. It's Whoa, so surprising that a lot of people haven't seen this movie. It was one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. Yeah, it's literally about a um, a publisher, a, a not the actual writer, but a publisher that yeah. the writers bring you know to get approval for books. Yeah, and it's about him. It's like um, uh, American Werewolf in London. You know what I'm saying? He gets bit, and then it's about the transformation. But he falls in love with Michelle Pfeiffer, and it's it's a more psychological drama yeah. of letting that inner wolf out and like fighting it at the same time. Got it's it. it's just more you know psychological twist. What in year it. is I might it? Might have to check out Wolf '94. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm an old head. Well, I'm no, that's still no, that's <laughs> not. And he said '74. Yo, sometimes these old flicks, yo, it takes like a ton of shit, a bunch of effort on my part to get sucked in. I want to get sucked off and then go kin. You want to get sucked in? Well, you can't go wrong with my boy Jack Nicholson. Ooh. And Pfeiffer's got it going on. This was back when, you know, she was still a young and not an old mom. Oh, and James Spader. My God, that dude, he's, I'm not a hater for some James Spader. I would see him now and see him later in any movie. I like his glasses. That dude, yo, as an actor, he's a classic. Oh. Yo, me and my boy Jack, we about to go smack a whole sack. And yeah, then I might hit up Michelle. Uh, what's up with Michelle, the Pfeiffer? Yeah, I'm about to decipher. Uh, Michelle, yeah. you're bringing me through hell. What else is Michelle in as well? <laughs> I don't know. Scarface. <laughs> oh, that's her. That is She's her. the love interest? Yes, yeah, she is. Damn, yeah, That's dude. like one of her first movies. Yeah, yeah, she killed it too. She's looking good in that. What lies beneath? So what? Uh, fast forward. The, the company starts, and what's what's happening now? So so fast forward. Um, I mean, we're just we're into a we're into this process where number one, we're creating pilots and um, a feature length film. So Rampage had an idea. Can't talk about it too much. Sure. But Rampage had an idea for an action movie, and it was just a rough idea in his head. And you know, I wouldn't say rough because surprisingly i mean that guy not surprisingly but i don't know him like that what didn't yeah. at the time but he knows shit and he like has a plan he's like oh i thought of this character and thought of the background this this and that so he gave me this idea and then me and my uh writing park partner nick fasikas he's in texas and then malik mccray who was on you guys show yep. um we just unfolded this whole universe that i've never seen you know, a person like, you know, African-American in this type of action lead role. Mm. So like Steven Spielberg says, like Quentin Tino says, like we were saying before, you have to put yourself into the film. So I'm yeah. like, I want to see my sort, sort of type of representation, you know what I'm saying, in yeah. that action type of role. So I wrote the movie, me and the homies wrote the movie. 
we're in pre-production we're getting investment it looked like it's going to be oh my a god pretty big movie that's awesome that can dude. hit and then we have a couple pilots you know what i'm saying that we're going to pitch to some distributors you know what i'm saying netflix yeah. holla at us M- Malik, uh, briefly uh shout out uh at spike leak yes, sir. Um, yes, he was sir. on two episodes ago i can't remember what number that is unfortunately <laughs> but, uh, it was either 159 <laughs> or 160 go check go check that one out he had also mentioned that you guys might be working on a documentary yes uh yes about maybe a do- some WWE stuff yes so we're working with let's just say we're working with the Samoan dynasty yeah he said you the family's really cool right we the family is really cool and the crazy thing I've noticed about Samoans is that they're so close to like black people vibes I mean like I've never met a culture that's so freaking close like I mean they, they, most of them grew up not just in Samoa, but they came to Oakland, there's you know Oakland, California. Yeah. So they were raised in the hood and mm-hmm. so they have that family barbecues and everybody's like like those are my uncles like Rikishi and like Reno yeah. like those are like my oos. You know, they're mm-hmm. my uncles. Mm-hmm. There's know? that they they under there's that family similarity or that uh, that value family. of family that's a priority. That, yeah. that Vin Diesel family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's all about family. Um, and I get that same thing with Rampage and. You know, a lot of people, even Mike Tyson, you know, I've worked with Mike Tyson. Uh, we were nominated for a Webby Award last year. Oh, that's year cool. For his, uh, for his ad. I was head cinematographer on well, one of his cannabis ads. Oh, The one with Evander Holyfield. The Christmas one, it was a Christmas one. It was everywhere. It was like, no, it, yeah, it blew my I, mind. I, I it was remember. like on Conan and it was on like wow, the news have, channel. That must have I, felt I really good. Oh, it that, felt yeah. crazy. It felt crazy. I had like family members hitting me up. I'm like, yo, I saw it on like Good Morning America, like a cannabis ad. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, like, that's crazy. That must have felt like a, uh, a moment where you were like, damn, I fucking did it, dude. That's yeah, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, yeah, I fucking did something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we all as creatives, like we do things and some of it's seen, some of it's not. Some of it's in the ether of like our network and the creatives but once you like yeah man when you can open up your fucking laptop browser and like the top news involves like one of your things that's awesome how did you get connected like how did you uh, become the cinematographer for that or like how did mike choose you i'm trying to tell you this whole game and like I'm, I'm actually starting to get young people hitting me up on Instagram and being like, how did you come? How did you get from where you came from to there and working with it? And I'm like, it's really all your network. It's yeah. really all you know, all about who you know. And it's like, it's not always the biggest person on set that you're going to get a result from. It's like, so I got the Mike Tyson gig from working with uh, Mike Angel and Dre Mill. Shout out my brothers. They do all of Tyson's everything visual. So like we just became friends, me and them guys. Yo, I'm friends with Mike's friends. And then they were like, yo, this guy, he's got it. And he can come through and do the cinematography. And yeah, you know, he could also write a biography. Write a biography about Mike Tyson. See, I'll, I'll, I'll leave out the dicey stuff, you see. Yo, I love Mikey. Oh, I'm over on the motherfucking TV show commercially. Uh, I'm like Mike, I ride bikes and smoke weed until I fucking go on hikes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not tight when I smoke it. Yeah, but uh, you like the words I've spoken. Yo, mmm, buy my weed products. And afterwards, yo, maybe see a doctor Cause I just punched you in your motherfucking face <laughs> And I knocked you out and I knocked you into space uh, I'm the heavyweight champ Meaning uh, way more than five clams stacked <laughs> on a, a fucking uh, 
you guys are fucking hilarious. That guy has like completely changed his whole like persona. Like I, it, if I didn't know that Mike Tyson used to be the most famous fighter on earth, yeah, yeah. I would just think he was some cool guy that loves weed. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. And, and mushrooms and like I heard him. I watched an episode of him. His he has that fam- famous podcast. He's talking with Tony Robbins, the motivational yeah, speaker, yeah, yeah. about taking the the toad psychedelic in Mexico and it just like changing his life. I was just like, man. And then Tony's like, yeah, I've taken the toad too. I was oh, like, snap. these fucking dudes out yeah, taking yeah. the toad Wait, or, and, and you every, lick it. Every time anyone asks me about like what is it like working or just being around, because like I call him Uncle Mike now. Damn. Because like he told me to and his wife told me to call her Aunt Kiki, you know, because okay. once, once you're in their home, like no one gets invited. Damn, to, so you were at home. the crib. Yeah, I've been there like yeah a nice amount of time. Did you see the farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah, that's yeah. sick. You smoke some of the weed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah! I bro. mean, first off, if you smoke weed and you're around Uncle Mike, you're smoking weed. Oh, like yeah, yeah. he is the a chimney, Damn, like dude. always, always burning. It's amazing. But like, blow your mind. Like he, he's the smartest guy I've ever met. Really intellectually he's the smartest guy i met because like i'm a big history buff and to be sitting down and talking about like roman empires and you know just kings and queens and warriors from all around the world and all walks of life like he knows them and knows the date he'll be like yeah this warrior fought in these three four battles and this is what he learned from that battle this is what he learned from this battle and then he'll totally segue it and it's something that still makes sense. And he just be like, yeah, man. That's, well, so, he is so, a warrior. Yeah. He's probably, he probably is interested in that kind of shit, the, ta- the tactical stuff. Like crazy, that. bro. He is so smart. And he's just he's one of the nicest guys ever, man. I like how open-minded he's become and how he has just like random-ass people on his podcast. Yeah, like yeah, I've seen yeah. a clip of him and Lil Nas X, and he's like talking to Lil Nas X about whatever. And then Lil Nas X is like, have you even seen any of my or heard any of my music? And he's like, I seen the one with all the gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the keep fu- it real with you. It's the funniest <laughs> clip ever. Yeah, yeah. It seems like a funny dude. And and he has that uh adult swim show too. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, I, I could see uh I could see, have you have you and uh Rampage discussed anything animated? I know that like it might not be your forte. So like kind of yes. Yeah, yeah. kind of yes. Um it's not my forte, but like directing and writing comes naturally. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, what we talked about before, instead of doing editing, instead of editing, you know, you resource and you you hire someone yeah. Yeah. who is better. And I think that's that's one of the major qualities of a director is knowing that you're the center point of it, but you don't have to do everything. You just find better people to do what you need them yeah. to do. There's yes. a lot of animators out there. There's a lot, but the but the game is changing. Like artificial intelligence is making like animation, like hand drawn animate an- animators charging are charging more. Oh, because they have to create that niche need for that handmade what they're doing because they like anyone else could just feed AI and just get what they want. So it's kind of it's a weird space animation right now, just like graphic design. Yeah, yeah. every now and then I see like music video directors um, like lower key ones. uh, They will use ai for an effect and it, like the guy will be rapping all of a sudden he looks all yeah, trippy yeah, yeah. and stuff and i can tell mm-hmm. it's ai mm-hmm. and i'm just like 
I'm not impressed. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I immediately am just like, oh, this dude just did a shortcut to make it's so and it's usually a bad shot to begin with. The that, one the one exception I would say, shout out to my homie Omar Jones, who <laughs> directed the Ab Souls latest video. Oh, which, I've seen that. Which uses AI, but it's in a brilliant way. And like he, he me and him were talking one time about it, and he has an uh, AI animator director. So someone who then hires other AI animators and people of resource to do because you still have to prompt it like ai just doesn't make it for you so you still have to shoot something real and then drive it in to a all right i'm gonna transition right here i've seen some of the stuff maybe you're talking about you know what i mean like where it looks lazy uh, just because it's it's uh, half the time it's like the music videos that are like shot in someone's kitchen (laughs) yeah yeah. at a house party i agree like Yo, it's about the intentionality. Yo, and let's cut the formalities. AI over here fucking stealing jobs. Yeah, I'm not about to sob, it's a mob. Let me mention, if you're gonna use AI, please use it with intention. And maybe try and be creative with it. Cause I mean, honestly, if I see it, I'm gonna be a skeptic. Hey, how about you try to use the AI in a way that's kinda fly and not lame? Yo, we could all do the same. And it would cause me lots of pain when I see it. You don't need to immediately sell out to the robot overlords in 2023. That would be too soon. Give it some room. Maybe like 10 years, dude. In 2023, all my music's written by Siri. And yeah, my ears are bleeding. uh, Because I hate the way it sounds. It's better than my own sound. It's profound. Damn. I'm going to bang her in like two seconds. (laughs) Uh, Do you want another beer? Yes. Uh, you need anything, dude? Uh, is there more of this? Yeah, he needs, yeah, some, I can make he, some, he needs some water yeah, yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to hit him with the crisp. Sorry, we bring it all fresh. It seems like a good time. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'll be back. I'm going to replay this video because we played it and the shit crashed. So we uh, we already know. I don't know what you're talking about. Everything went fine. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, what are you talking about? Uh, go ahead and pause it, Dave. We could we could have a a little bit more of a better recap than that. For the this is that video. If if anyone's seen it, it's been going around. This this lady uh, and there's been. It's not just this lady. There's other ones. Pinky but, doll. Pinky doll is the big one. Or maybe so. I'll, maybe I'll play a different video uh, because there's another one right here of this other girl. Okay. Yeah. Play because we one. we already watched basically these women on TikTok are acting like NPCs uh, like for NPC is a non-playable character Oops. in a video game. Uh, Jesus, you might as lady. well do it now before <laughs> AI and meta worlds and VR worlds. It's the last time you're gonna get to be an unmute, MP. unmute. I just I, I look at this and I assume there's someone with a gun off screen. Yeah. It's like do the thing. I, I just think about what type of like state of mind do you have to be in this to one, look at your camera and do that. Like those guys this, are making bank, this one, apparently. This one's a lot weirder. Like I felt like uh the It's sped up. This so one, that makes it a little weird. This one's in English at least, sort of. <laughs> that usually always happens when you speed something up. Damn, now it doesn't want to work on us. WTF, mate. Oh, my God. There we go. Mmm, ice cream's so good. Yes, 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 yes. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Take you, Blake. Take you, Jace. Gang, gang. 
What? Take your job. Take your I don't know. Take your Tay. Take your I am. She's also Ooh. doing something with her her hair straightener. She's right. Like she's putting like shit in her hair straightener she, and burning it. Yeah, What's up with that? Like uh, it seems like she's still doing her daily tasks. She's getting ready for an outing. Yeah. yeah. While making money. Uh, but you okay? But we, yes, yes, yes. The, gang, gang. Obviously, the yes, computer yes, died, yes, so we yes, lost yes, this. But um, EQ, you had your um, hypothesis on what this is all about. Right. Something about the Asians. Mark so, so. Would you like if little Oriental kids were making fun of you? <laughs> That's season four. I wouldn't like it. Sopranos. Um, so, I've seen this before for a long time. Um, you see a lot of um, just Asian influencers being all or, Asian, or there's a there's a whole market for eating food on camera. Yeah, I've and, seen that. And they say a lot of like how she was saying yum 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 yes 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 like that even sounded sort of in that realm yeah. of market oh, i agree so it almost sounded like she was doing a little asian accent right well, I, it I, does and 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 in those videos just like uh there's certain parameters like when you're doing tiktok and you're doing patreon and certain things that are known to hit so saying something like yes 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 thanking every subscriber thanking every you know uh pop-up and badge and reward and stuff like it's 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 a way of increasing engagement. Exactly. And like people just want to see that though. Like so it as weird as it is. If I, I had a daughter, lie. I would rather my daughter do porn than do this fucking <laughs> bullshit. Uh, that's a little rough. I doubt that, buddy. Yeah. I, I doubt think, that, buddy. I think do, wait, wait, better than porn. Wait, do you have kids? I don't. Okay, so <laughs> as 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 a as a father, you would cry yourself to sleep every day if your daughter was getting smashed. I, yeah. I obviously I was being hyperbolic. <laughs> no, no, but no, no, this, no, he we, was serious. I saw the serious <laughs> yeah. look in his eye. If I was this uh, girl's father and I saw it, it would just obviously get get your money. That's cool, but it's just so degrading. I don't think it's degrading. I think it's just confusing. I think it's just weird. I think yeah. it's just a. a I'm not going to lie. Thing. I respect that more than you know a lot of other ways to make money online. Okay. Well, what bothers me is that. It brings very little value. Like oh, yeah. at least I think she's making a ton of money. Like no, no, well, talking about brings, how much money she's it brings very it, little but. value to you and I. Like like the the customer, the 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 person who views the content gains very little from the content. Like if she's well, making, you don't know that. No, I'm just saying. Like if if it's it's very small barrier to entry. You give her a fucking ice cream cone and she goes yum yum or like. Well, you know what I, you know what I think, and uh, this is a, I think a, a battle. Oh, battle! Yo, uh, yo, I'm on the screen going live, acting like a fucking beehive. Yeah, I'm not nice on the mic when I speak it. It isn't fun. I need some tokens because I am a broken man, and yeah, that's Whoa. all I've spoken. Mm. Please give me some chat reads for fifteen dollars so I can feed my kids. Need tokens because I'm broken. Suddenly I'm choking. Uh, yeah, I need a good omen. Uh, hopefully things will go better. Right now I'm staring at the screen reading letters. I might move to China and start a streaming service. You know me, I might uh, be a little nervous to do that, but I'll get stacks of cash at the end of the day, and that's a fact. I'm in China, paying for vagina. Anybody who thinks it's not fine, bro, they gotta check themselves. I'm on the shelf like a fucking... 
Uh, all right. <laughs> I think prostitution is illegal over there, bro. Uh, well, uh, uh, what about the triads? Uh, Asian Asia is a very awesome, weird place. You been there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So me and Ramp- we just me and Rampage, me and Rampage went to Thailand, and then so we went to for him to go train with Bob Sapp. Oh. I don't know if you guys remember Bob Sapp. He broke up my nose oh, from the nine, uh, not whole nine yards, the Adam yeah. Sandler movie. Damn. And, but he's like a legendary especially in asia yeah this dude is ridiculous famous in asia like oh so he spent there, most of a... his time in like japan and asia this fight. whole time i thought that was michael clark duncan <laughs> God damn. i'm not gonna lie <laughs> usually when people would be like yeah i thought that dude was that and i'm like how the fuck did you not know that that's actually very a similar comparison yeah. like i can actually see bob set because i've been to his house i've been with this guy and he looks like he could be Michael I love Duncan. little Michael. That's fun. <laughs> that is him. I love little Michael. He's cool. So yeah, we went to Thailand um, just to film some episodes for his YouTube channel. Everybody, check out Rampage Jackson YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, trying to give you a deeper insight into we'll pull it up right you now. know what how he works out and you know just his character. And We're do trying you to put him out this stuff for the YouTube. Channel? Yeah, I shoot this stuff and but you don't edit. No, I edit everything. Unfortunately. I edit everything. Please, anyone. Well, what's the, na- what's the name of it? Ram- uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson. That's the channel. Just put it, uh, Rampage Jackson. Damn, some titties. Hey, I just saw. Uh, channel, what the channel hell? after. Is that his wife? No no disrespect. There you go. Right there. Oh, yeah, he's got a nice little channel. It's, yes. uh, it's getting there. It's growing. He hasn't used it for years. So once one thing that we talked about when partnering up is like, you know, your personality is too big to not, constantly be putting out content that shows that personality oh this the, the music video popped off oh yeah the music video did pop off shout out to rocco super dope super fun and are you doing shorts for him too oh yeah we're doing the shorts oh, the shorts where yeah, the yeah, yeah, shorts yeah. where it's at right yeah, now yeah for sure for sure but it's also like uh and going back to the video that we were just discussing there are sh- short-term investments in creativity and i'm talking about like the audience like People sometimes just want to see that one quick someone eating food and acting crazy on that one short and they're making bank off of it. But to me personally, I'm not shitting on anyone, but that also comes with temporary success. Sure. You're right. Like when you go for the long form game, you you might not get the audience or you might not get the financial return, but you're sticking to your guns. You're also you're cultivating. Exactly. You're building up that community of people who are really going to buy into like if you wanted to shoot a movie, you needed somebody to go spend a movie. Why not both? Well, it's it's because they're two different markets. You know what I'm saying? Like the same people who are sitting and watching a, a, a chick just you know feed her face. They're not tapping yes. into her pod. Right. Gang, they're, gang, yum, right. yum, they're, ice they're cream, not, <laughs> yum, yum, gang, gang. They're not going to sit there and, and want to see you <laughs> explain your life. Yeah, yeah. They're, or they're if, be or like, if she started a YouTube channel about like makeup or whatever, they wouldn't yeah, give yeah, a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's actually a much more uh, uh, concise and effective way of saying what I thought I was trying to say earlier. But it, it's true. Like she's, that's not very meaningful. Yeah, it, and it's not meant to be. Yeah, it's it's just like a quick. I wouldn't call it art. That's yeah, yeah. no. See, but this where I, this where I would differ, right? Because as much as I feel like some things are destructive to the community, it's all still art. Because like if you could pull out your phone and it doesn't like that video, it didn't look like shit. Like even though it was shot on her phone, it wasn't like dark in the room. Hey, and she's it good. She's good at doing the voices. She's very good at doing what she's doing because like you either are going to love it and pay and hit that pay button or you're talking about it and being like oh man what the fuck is going on but it's that's art art's supposed to spark up controversy it's supposed to spark up 
talk. Like we're talking. About I think it. that the maybe uh, a clip of it with like if it was like included in some sort of uh, someone talking about the thing and showing the thing, then I would call it like art. But there's part of me that would compare this to like if someone set up a live streaming camera at an Amazon warehouse and was just and and the guy was just putting shit in a box and passing it along. Like I feel like that's essentially the same thing as far as the content is concerned. Right. And well, I wouldn't necessarily call well, that I mean, art. Well, I mean, you have to think of it like this. Like, you know, with I'm a, I'm a little getting into my OG status of, hit, into of, the of OG hitting status. 40, right? It's yeah. like, I remember when there wasn't social media, when there wasn't YouTube, sure. and everything was long form. So, like, you know, the, the question was asked a long time ago was like, yo, is an artist that's painting in his house or just showing and selling you know art to his friends is he as good as the gallery artist yo is he as good i don't know i don't know is he selling to his friends or is it at a show at a show is he over here making hella bank uh. is he just making that bank because he's good at marketing yo this is a question as old as time mm -hmm. uh is selling art to your friends fine and would you consider yourself successful if that's the case i don't know man i want money in my face what uh. is success to an artist i don't know i mean in the best scenario you'd be rich but as long as i think if you making a living over there you might as well be making a killing yo are you a rapper if you don't get paid off of rapping i don't know it feels like i'd be capping mm -hmm. if someone was like yo use a rapper i'm like i mean i rap but i don't get paid off of that yo you forgot <laughs> about our loyal patrons Yo, every single month we get paid for the shit we spitting. Um, Yo. Shout out, only five bucks a month. Yeah, please subscribe. Please plug, do plug, it. plug. Sign up to the Patreon. We need, we need uh, five more subscribers to, right. to double our so, subscribers. So, but if you think about this, right? Like, and this, I think this is an important question to ask yourself because even as like people perceive, because it's all about perception, people see me perceive me as being more successful. The more successful I get, the broker I actually fucking get. Really? Because yes, because like the the person who's investing in themselves, we talked about equipment earlier, right? Yeah. Like the bosses, the people who are who are thinking about the long form, the long game, which equates to more money at the end. Yeah. Aren't thinking about selling out and just creating anything just to make a couple of dollars. Like you have, there's there comes a time in anyone's creative journey that you have to take a stand and be like yo is this the, is this the art i'm gonna fucking die for like sure. stand for you know what i mean and then if it's good and we talked about hours you put in and failing fast and learning from mistakes if yeah. you go through that but still create in a yo i love this shit or this is the one i'm the mark i'm trying to leave on the world then you make money like i make money but i reinvest it and then i don't take smaller gigs you know what I'm saying? Anymore. I'd say yeah. no to a lot of small gigs. So that hurts my pockets, man. How much you want to bet Pinky Doll? She's going to have a single <laughs> before 2023 is done. Don't, don't, listen, don't wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I okay? think it's going to happen. I think she's going to no. try and, she's going to try and, uh, I'm sorry, Pinky Doll. A, a music, uh, uh -huh. career, maybe. Oh, I God. hate it when people redirect and suddenly start making music. You, you know what? You know, one reason why I really hate it is because, they do that and they fuck with my genre. 
You <laughs> well, feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's no other. Like, you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna become social media famous and then hop into the country music no, world. Right. It's or always it's always song. fucking hip hop that hip-hop. seems to take the hit. Bad first. baby. Oh my goodness. Or like or like pop maybe. Like I, I mean, I, name me name, but pop? No, well, like, I don't. I don't think so, any. I don't think any of these people are ever successful. Like I think you see people who are like an IG model. And then she's like, go listen to my album. So, but the, the thing about pop, though, right, is like being a musician is crazy. Like, it's pop. You have to fucking work hard. It has like, to be pop, catchy as pop, fuck. Even if you're a model, you have to be able to wake that ass up and do a whole lot of interviews, radio interviews. Sure. You got to be in dance lessons and you got to do a lot. You got to stay you gotta, fit. You got to do a lot of shit. Rap. You could just be like, oh hey, hey, I got a, I got a tw- two million followers, so I should just drop some bars. If you're fat, you you're better at rapping. You don't gotta do shit. You gotta do shit, but have somebody else write your bars, make the beats, and all you gotta do is step into the studio for a couple hours. And- well, you could say that about pop. Like, I bet like a bunch of uh, these singers who are very successful. I'm not betting. This is literally what it is. <laughs> they have a uh, people writing. People producing, and then they just step in the booth, and it's like, all right, yeah, but, sing right. But he's talking about how like a lot of pop artists they perform. You know what I mean? Oh. It's not, and you like, have to like look good. Like no, a lot of pop artists aren't overweight. And or the standard for rap is lower. They, is what you're they saying. have background. They have backup dancers, and they're dancing with their backup dancers. Right, and but and, like the, and they have to go to a lot of meetings to get those Max Martins to produce for them, and you know, it's like right, the, ra- rappers just holding the mic, being like. Pointing at the crowd, rapping and then, over and then, his a, beats. and then a lot of it's on the people too. Like I said, some people want that short form. They don't care the longevity of uh, artists that they like success. Like, um, you know, this just recently came out. My favorite rapper, Jay Z, always okay. always has been. Is like literally entitled to the being the greatest rapper of all time. So like when this been in like all these magazines and everything, I was sure. like, I called all my friends and I was like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> I fucking told you so. Yes, yes, that album didn't do as much as this artist at that year but look at the longevity of the creative journey he's definitely he's definitely an icon in hip-hop for for sure sure. he better be he's my favorite well i also (laughs) i also think that That was such a gracious like you're like yeah you know he's all right (laughs) i said he's an icon he's an icon i just also think that there is an oversaturation of mediocre creativity and we all want to encourage people you know oh yeah just keep being creative that's cool but because of how many people make music and because of yeah. how many people have these dreams of becoming successful doing this shit, it's like annoying well, and you know, overwhelming. Well, you know what I think? I think, uh, again, the OG status is people nowadays don't have the balls to tell people you fucking suck. Yeah. And then don't and then other the people who are taking it don't have the balls. <laughs> like balls is Let's go. Yo, David, I'm sorry, but I got to say this now. Fucking suck a wow. I wish you'd quit right now. I can't believe you're still sitting right there in front of me. You oh, wow. should go in your room and fucking hang yourself like expeditiously. It's not a matter of luck. I genetically suck. And it's not something that I do or give a fuck. I gotta do something different. Yeah, I should have a couple kids uh, and pay for their educations. Yo. I ain't trying to pay no education for no little guys Not me, no, that's not why I'm gonna do a podcast and don't ask me how Yo, I'm with my boy now And we over here rapping, oh my god, wow And you know what we rapping about? We rapping about whatever we were talking about I forget Oh yeah, I suck as bad as shit Yeah, Yeah, that was it And yeah, I'm doing this 
till I die. Do you guys, you guys, when you freestyle and you hear the the fade out, sometimes are you just like, oh God, thank you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Most of the time. David will sometimes just go ahead and stop and just let it fade. I'll be like, that's enough. Oh gosh. You guys are really good at that shit. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, dude. I, you're, I feel like you're gracious. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't lie. Look, no, but, but no, again, that. though, just what I'm saying, though, again, it's it's uh, it's, it's uh, the respect for the art form and then also being like, I have the balls to tell you if you sucked. Like, if you guys were just fucking whack and you see me on the camera, you know what? Just being like, mm, I get that. Well, mm. you know, you know what the other thing is. I feel like so, but but real quick, when you were talking about like, there's a lot of creatives and mediocrity, right? That's all to the perspective, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, somebody hearing you who can't freestyle, like we talked about, right, is sitting here like, oh my god, these guys are fucking amazing. Sure, I've been around freestylers and some great artists, like you know, really famous people, and I'm still like, man, this is fucking entertaining, man. Yeah, like I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm digging it. So there is something, yeah, there. You know, what well, I, mean? I guess what I was, uh, I appreciate that. What I was gonna say is. <laughs> No, uh, I, b- I believe him when he said he'd tell us that we'd suck. If yeah, we yeah. Did. I believe that too. I'm like, guys, this is not it. Can we just talk? I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, all right, turning down the beats. <laughs> I just feel like no matter how much uh, a person sucks, if they have, like, if somebody has a level of, they music, gotta have that soul in them. Sorry, go on. If a, if a person I need has, to watch that movie. if a person has any level of musicality in them, like if you're just, you know how to play an instrument, or you you can hear shit and and match it with your voice like if you've got a certain yeah, yeah. level of oh i'm i'm decent at with music i understand music then it is proven that you could just try hard for an extended period of time and eventually so, become successful so but i would but this what i'm saying what is success to you or to that person right because like i know great guitar players right and great guitar players doesn't make a great lead singer, songwriter, guitar player. Yeah. The artist in it. So a lot of the artists who play guitar, they might not be the greatest guitar player, yeah. right? So like the guy who's sitting at home practicing his guitar every fucking day and like he's amazing. He's like Stevie he, Ray Vaughan. He might Jim, not be a songwriter. And he might can't be. Like that's the thing. Like and you have to accept some of the limitations. Sure. That, you know what well, I'm saying? Well I guess in, in, my, in my opinion, the success is, is defined by each person obviously. In my eyes, it would be to to be making a living yes. off of the thing that you sp- like. Like so, I would want to just make money off of the music that I would be making anyway. So or- this is the thing, though, right? Blow your mind. Like you know, in, in the film industry, there's literally like I can't remember. Well, that number since the strike is going to change, but it's like seven percent of the entire film industry that makes over twenty six thousand dollars a year is one of the things that they're striking about. So, like, you have a writer for The Bear mm-hmm. who doesn't make $26,000 a year to even qualify for health insurance. But he wrote The Bear, one of the most hit series that FX has produced in the last two years. Yeah. So, like, internally, he it, he is successful. He should be successful, right? And you can't necessarily measure just the success on how much money you have. Again, like, if you're doing, like, short term short form content all the time that could be taken away from you that's another the, that's an additional aspect of this whole thing is yeah, that yeah. that that industry movies and television specifically is is corrupt and and is like always favoring the the high executives and producers yeah, yeah. i would say the the way for me to define the dude who wrote the bear as a successful person is he goes on YouTube, he makes his own show, and then he fucking monetizes it, 
and 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 then I'm like, all right, there we go. That dude owns everything. He's on. I mean, I guess yeah. he's still on YouTube, but there's all these other channels where you would have to work way harder. It's just. It's the same thing with music. Like, I'm always waiting for Dr. Dre to call. And he's like, yo, I heard your song. Right, and right. you're the man. I'm going to sign the contracts. And now all you got to do is just be you. And it's all yeah, taken yeah. care of. Whereas this new fucking. But that's not what you, you just described, though. Right. And, 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 no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's you'd idealistic. Be working, you'd I'm be saying, working for Jay-Z. Or, sorry, you said Dr. Dr. Dre. Dre. You'd be working for Dr. Dre. But what you were describing before was no, no. the writer and, starting his own thing. Right. Well, what I'm saying is. If uh, if Dr. Dre, that's an idealistic right. uh, view so, of the world, which is how the the video and movie industry is. I it's think like, idealistically you wouldn't need Dr. Dre, and you'd be making your well, tune well, core. Well, this is the thing, though, right? Exactly, that's the, what I'm saying. This, but it's what I'm saying, though. The tune core and even like Spotify, which is set up a certain way to where every stream you get, you get a hundredth of a cent. It takes you and so. You're right. So you have the resources to put out your music, put out your art, but just like us all you grow up and you see warner brothers pictures you see aftermath you know and you want to be a part of that professional world but what i'm saying to you is most people in that world are broke yo i'm actually not making that much money uh yeah speaking of it it isn't funny uh yeah i'm sick my nose is runny and i can't even get health insurance because i don't got enough money Mm, i just signed a dre and you know me i'm still in poverty probably tomorrow i'ma call my mom and ask her for two or three hundred to borrow guess who's back that shit is whack somebody better sign me or i'm gonna go to baghdad uh and start my own label with a bunch of jihadists yeah this is the oddest yes they just signed my boy dave for a billion that was sick yo i can't Camels. wait till he lives in uh saudi arabia you know he's gonna make a big buck i'm in saudi buying paintings made by gaudi yeah you know uh something spouting rowdy, rowdy. <laughs> was this a hood ninja beat he caught me. Is that one of yours? One of yours? So you guys produced the the tracks too? Well, no, no, no just no. I just produced that last. We one. actually okay. haven't read any beats, have we? This yeah, episode? that's that's all of the beats. Let me just read Come them on, right read now. Them off, read them off. Uh, the beats. This has to load. Here we go. California Dreaming by Lex Factor. Mogul by Lethal Needle. July by Piper Beats. Rat Race by Elias X. Reggae Nation by Harold. Moonlight by Manuel. Polaroids by B. Frankie. Invasion by Just Waz X3, Kilos by Just Bobby, Freedom by Blondo, Temple by Kyoto, and that last one was Bad Boy by Salt and Satire. The bit is that if I can't tell it's by him, then it's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're just like, ah, my boy made that one. I can tell. I can tell. You can tell. It doesn't sound like the other ones. So, yo, we're talking about production, right? Because, you know, music producer over here, too, is like, if you think about it, right? So there's sites like Beat Stars. Where you can lease, you can Beach purchase a beat, $30, $70, yeah. $150. We right? use BeatStars. Right. And and it's it's cool for the resource, but and as far as the longevity of contributing to people's careers and lifestyles, that does nothing. You it's know what very I'm difficult. Right. It's, so, you, like, if you get paid $75 today, and especially if you live in Southern California, that's going tonight. That's going mm-hmm. by tonight. That's like a, right. a half that's a tank, ha- of, half half a tank of gas, a, sub, or, a Subway sandwich, and a 40 or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, the, it's the internet. Wow. That, well, you, you just described the perfect Friday night. <laughs> I know, right? Well, no. And I think the other issue is, is what we were talking about earlier. It's as a producer, do you want to sell beats 
or do you want to make music and like w- collaborate with people and well, see, like that's the same. build it's, a fan but, base? But it, it used to not be separated. Yeah, yeah, it used to be the same thing. It's like if you wanted to make, if you wanted to produce, of course you wanted to produce for greats. Mm-hmm. But you have to produce. There's levels to the shit. So you like you have to produce for your neighborhood homie, yeah, who yeah. you believe in. Then you go to a show, right? And you meet three of his homies, and you give or, him give him beats. And then they, you, you you from there, then you somehow make it into Baseline Studios in New York City with Just Blaze, and then you just start producing some background drums for him. There's a levels to the game, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And like I think we've gotten confused with these shortcuts to make a couple extra dollars. When, like I said, I'm I'm probably the brokest, most successful or whatever person that all my homies know. Yeah. They're like, bro, how did you go to Thailand and da 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 da? And like, you're, you're broke, man. And I'm like, yeah, I'm broke because I invest in myself and yeah. I don't take those lower gigs that are going to. It's put, true. You once you, I mean? once you I wouldn't being, even call that broke. No. The, the, the yeah, capacity yeah. to com- invest in yourself, <sighs> well, even see, if you don't have a number in your bank account, you have mm-hmm. you don't have as big rich a, in experience. Well, see, see, that's why that's why I don't say poor. Yeah, broke is financial, and of course I got some money. I'm not fucking right, but like the cash flow is at another end. Right, poor is a negative. Yeah, poor is like I got I got nothing going on. I don't believe in myself. I don't see big money or big moves happening in the future. But broke is just being like, yeah, I'm not. I couldn't go out and spend just like a thousand dollars right now and not feel a hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like that's what I'm saying about the industry. So like especially with this new strike, I think is really important. To, for people to understand that like these are the people who make everything that we watch yeah. and like it's only six seven percent of them who actually make over twenty seven thousand like tw- that's twenty seven thousand that's like what you get paid at mcdonald's right now that is pretty mm-hmm. fucked like, up and, and then they still get health insurance right so like you you write a hit show and you don't get health insurance it's, o- it's only like that the top one percent really getting treated like royalty yeah, yeah, yeah. in that industry and then everybody else well is just and, and the thing about difference film game and the music game is residuals like filmmakers don't get residuals really like a writer only gets paid it used to be so you know the tv era right yeah, like yeah. sitcoms and shit royalty a writer yeah. would get paid every time they wrote an episode then every time it aired then every time it rerun then every time that rerun was rerun so you're getting a constant residual check now because of the streaming services because of the way that it is so now i'll pay you, you hey here, here's four hundred dollars to write this episode of the bear and, and then we're going to put it on hulu and, and it's going to be that. aired millions of times and you only got that four or five hundred dollars it's really four or five hundred dollars yeah it's, it's 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 I mean depending on your experience depending on your contracts like I always tell everybody you know watch that contract man like yeah, if you don't streaming really ruined residuals for everyone yeah yeah well and that's why this strike is so important right facts, now facts facts very important I heard uh, Snoop Dogg speaking on on the matter because he feels like he had to break out of like a ton of bullshit in yeah, music in, in the nineties yeah yeah because like when. He he always talks about how Master P like really helped him like yep. level up his wealth and and like all of a sudden learned all of, the business about of, owning your masters. Yep, and yeah, 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 yeah. Would you uh, recommend the Bear? I would recommend the Bear. I haven't seen it, but I, it looks I would cool. recommend it. Cinematography wise, it might be one of the most beautiful, really looking shows. I, I like I like cooking stuff. Like the oh, if you shows like cooking, cooking stuff, yeah, yeah. You never seen the Bear? No. Oh. <laughs> I've seen. I've wanted I've, to for a while. I've seen. I I've seen a clip of him macking on the on the teacher. You oh, know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, There's yeah. a clip of I. I was like, oh, you know how like sometimes 
on TikTok or Instagram, they'll just clip for sure episodes of all shows. So I just watched this 30 second clip where this dude's like being all sexy with the older teacher lady and then she falls for it or it's, she's into it's it. It's pretty dope. And that guy, the I can't remember the actor's name, but he was on Shameless. He kills it. Yeah, he's and one I, of my faves. Yeah. Yeah. Good Shit. show. Maybe I'll start watching yeah. that. I've been watching my 600 pound life. <laughs> and, um, I can't do reality shows. Bro, no, man. no. This I cannot is, watch anything so, reality based. Uh, most reality TV, obviously is fucking stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> I will usually watch like a YouTube video about the reality show because I think that it usually will have all the most crazy moments <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the yeah. one video and I'll be like, all right, cool. I don't need to dedicate a solid 45 minutes. Right. I, I let the algorithm decide that the, for me. The <laughs> reality TV that, I, that I've watched is anything that involves Gordon Ramsay and then this 600-pound life show because... I will say the 600-pound life is... You could watch that from start to finish and enjoy it. They, the, the, those the, guys are messes. The morbid obesity is so astonishing, and then you start to notice that this is all in America, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a, it, this doesn't exist anywhere else in the. I guess there may be some obesity like this in the UK or something like that. I bet in like Saudi Arabia. Hey, listen, there's, I'm, there's some I'm, oil no, magnets. There, there's there's some crazy stuff. Like I tell, because well, my girlfriend's German, and I have like my ex wife is Australian. And I just have friends from all around the world. And I've, tra I've traveled a lot now. And yeah. I'm s astonished by how America obesity really is like insane. Bro. It's next level. Like, dude. You go to Europe and you're just like, what? Why is everyone looking healthy? They yeah. Look, they dude. look like they're going to live until like 110. And they're, and they're still smoking cigarettes and shit. <laughs> all day, every day. You also like if you look at like older movies that are American, like from the 80s, uh, when they would show a guy that was supposed to be fat like yeah, yeah. in the movie it was like a normal ass dude like yeah, the dude yeah. was maybe a little bit bigger than dead yeah, or yeah, something yeah. he was just big, he was just big boned yes yeah. but but now the the definition is completely well it's, it's it happened my parents live in spain and i lived overseas for a really long time whenever i'm in the states people are like oh yeah you're normal size and then when I'm when I'm in Spain, I'm like one of the bigger dudes around. I'm like Jesus, I don't fit in this country. Like I, I still fit in chairs and shit, but like these six, look at this look at this picture right now. There's this thing in 600 pound life that for some reason continues to occur over and over again, and it's this thing called lymphedema. So these people get these tumors. Look at this person's leg. Oh my god, these are tumors. Whoa, that are of they're just like it's blood tissue. Oh, that just looks like, like a butt, dude. They'll be carrying these down here, and I picked what? one. I picked one that is like, po like tolerable to look at. There are some of these that are wow. just beyond disgusting. It's like another stomach. There's they two, literally two they, more stomachs. It's on another person. It looks like half the person. Half of these people. To. Half of these people will have two surgeries. They'll have the gastric bypass, but then they have to have a skin removal, which is they basically remove these like tumor pocket things yeah. so that the person is able to be active and like lose weight because otherwise they're basically they're extremely disabled. disabled yeah and then this fool the dude right here is picking up whatever this bitch wants on a regular basis. He's the to, what is yes. he, his son? Is that her son this or her is, boyfriend? This is probably your boyfriend, dude. Oh my, it can't uh, be. Bro, I've watched, because I've been watching disability. it for the past like three days or so, and I've watched maybe four or five episodes. Not a single one of these people is single. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, or wow. they're not, they're either, sing, they're either, they all have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or it does one, say love lives in the caption, so that oh might Lord. that must be her. One boyfriend. of them had was living with her family, so her parents and her sister were taking care of her. But it's just crazy how like wow. 
mentally they're so addicted to fucking fast food and yeah. shit and they would the way they treat the people around them it's insane you it's know what's crazy so growing up in philly and being frequent to new york new jersey cheesesteaks hoagies oh, yeah, pizza oh, hot dogs burgers fries chinese food that's mm. like that's what you eat that's like the, that's like our pyramid the, yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the food pyramid <laughs> the of the east the coast you know what i mean cheesesteaks probably at the top for yeah. philly niggas and everything else just is circled around that all day as soon as i moved to la and as soon as i stopped eating that i lost 30 pounds that's crazy and then as soon as i stopped eating fast food i've kept like a body fat of like nothing and yeah. it's just the choice of just like damn yo like i really don't need that shit in my body well the biggest thing like, with the biggest thing with these guys that i've noticed and with people who like have severe addictions it's just you don't have proper emotion man, emotion management systems in place so like when you feel bad you don't know how to like go take a walk or do something creative right. or like be in the moment real quick and kind of deal with it. Yeah, yeah. You take a substance to alter your being and you're like, all right, I feel bad. So I eat burgers and now I feel good. And the biggest issue with food is that you confuse hunger and craving. It's like, you don't know which one right. is actually yeah, yeah, yeah. important to your body. So it's like, I, I find like food is sometimes like, eating less. Isn't the answer. Sometimes eating more is the answer. It's weird when people have a, have an issue with food because it's difficult to like, you have to stop eating bullshit, but you still have to eat. Yeah. I have a problem now eating. Like I have to remind myself to eat food. Hey, if you weren't, I bet, I, I bet if you like weren't smoking at all, it'd be, you'd eat more. So, and I thought like, you know, the weed and, you know, other things. I used to drink a lot more and I used to be like, damn, man, I do a lot of stuff that makes you not hungry. Yeah. And then I stopped doing these things for a little bit piece of time and I'm like, God, I still don't think about food. Damn, so that you just, like, you I'm just telling you, I think that. I'm an East Coast guy at heart. Like, my stomach is built for cheesesteaks yeah, and yeah. hoagies. I think that weed boosts your metabolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're uh, a regular, I, I'm almost positive. Cause I'm well, no, no, I was, I'm at cigarettes. Well. Like, people who smoke cigarettes yeah, yeah. and then quit, yes. they tend to shift over to food as like a different vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Well, that's, I think that's when I think that's when smoking is if you're an, an addict, which I am, I'm an addict to cigarettes. But when it's a fi mouth fixation instead yeah, yeah. of because you know, like the nicotine actually does give you something chemically yeah, that yeah. releases this relaxation feeling. It's like if you smoke cigarettes, you know that after fucking, after coffee, after yeah, you, you want know, that, you want that. At, yeah, pretty much after everything, it's yeah. kind of fun. <laughs> it makes you feel even better. You know what I'm saying? But if you feel shit, it's gonna make yourself feel like shit. Like you know. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that that was all the yeah, beats. yeah, yeah. I think we should uh, we should end the main episode and transition over into the oh. Patreon. I don't, if you've got time, That's stick good. around. You're welcome to That's stick good. around. We're gonna do like another 45 minutes, but uh, this is the main episode. The other one is behind a paywall. Okay. Most yeah. of these people won't hear that. So where can people find you? Okay, so everybody can find me uh, on everything. EQ the director, just all one thing or you can look in my government which i never give but i'm starting to give since i'm a director and people want to know michael eq anderson Ugh. damn dude. that's the first time I, you guys are special that's really? the first time i've ever said my government on any type of thing Shit, dude, but you might be seeing it on the screen so I'm i saying, want you man. to be like oh that's still eq but his name might be michael eq anderson you know what i'm saying hell yeah go follow my guy and then follow us at Bamphomania on TikTok and Instagram and Let's also go. the YouTube channel. We're trying to level that up. You can follow me at Salt and Satire 
And um, and I'm at Bubba Y B U B B A W H Y Y. All your video needs, uh, especially if you're doing music videos, uh, I can do it. I'm quite good. Um, and yeah, boy, good. Uh, the Patreon. Yeah, we're, we're gonna continue that. And if you've been enjoying this episode, you might want to consider throwing us a little five buckos to continue the time with the illustrious. EQ the director. Go to patreon.com forward slash dome with Banfomania. Subscribe for a month and then fucking unsubscribe. But you know, help us out. If you're still listening to this and you don't do that, that's weird, honestly. Low key.